Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hello! Hey, hey, folks. Ahoy there, matey and gatey. We're here, and we're queer, and it's early. Oh, boy. It's another early one, which I like the early, but Good. I tossed and turned last night. Same. I, I tossed as well as turned. Mm. And now Sarah, she's super pregnant, so the baby's leaning on her dick, so it's like ah. it's hard to fall asleep. So she's tossing, and it's an agonizing toss it's because it's a baby. Right. Yeah, so she's like, Ugh, Oh, right. Ah! Yes. So I'm like, everything all right over there? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Wow. I'm like, so You're looking I'm, with Hitchcock. You I know. know. I'm, I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah, give me an ice water. A couple ice waters. Ice water, coffee, ice coffee. Coffee. I'll get a water because coffee's going to take 20 minutes. Water. Um, Thank you. Now, what happens when people, I've seen this a couple times, maybe people have bits about it, but when you go and ask for iced coffee, they say, we don't have iced coffee. Yeah. Can they not throw ice in there, or they'll I, just melt it because it's too hot? I've said the same thing with my ex. She was a coffee nut. She shit her brains out every day. The coffee, the iced coffee is a brew, and they pour it over ice. Uh-huh. It's a special kind of brew. It's a different thing than the, the filter, drip coffee. Uh-huh. So they got to make that. They put it in a big pitcher. That's why they pour it out so in a pitcher. It's not like iced tea where you make it and then put it on ice no. and let it sit there. Totally different thing. I, I see. I thought the same. So iced coffee is a different beverage than coffee? Total different, similar taste. It comes from the, the coffee bean, but it's I a see. concoction of things. Ah. Call in if you know. How about that? I talked most of that out of my ass, but also you pour drip coffee on ice, it's just going to melt and have watery coffee. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's that was what I thought. It's like you just basically have a, a half a gallon of water in there. There you go. Because I've, I've, I've done this before. What do you know about this? Uh-oh. What the other day, got? I had a, uh, an oatmeal. I bought it at a little bagel shop. Okay. I got an oatmeal, and uh, I go in there, and I get the oatmeal, and it was just stayed hot. I hate the that. The center, it was hot for like a, a day and a half. That I, I, drives me crazy. So here, I did this. Uh-oh. I'd get in the middle. It's like molten lead in the middle, mm. or lava. Yes. Lead or lava? Both could be hot. I guess so, but probably lava is what I was going for. Uh, what is molten? I don't know. Then there's molten ice in Canada. Good beer. No, that's not molten, is it? <laughs> that's Molson. Oh, Molson. I, knew, I was like, it was one of those ones where my, my spidey sense was like, something sounds off. Well, I was trying to get a zinger in there. I got you. Molson. But I, it was what it didn't work because I was like, is that what it's called? Molten? Nah, it's too close. Molson. Molson, Molson ice. See. I'm on it now. Now I got it. It's old. Very funny. Funny guy. Um, what the fuck was I Molson. talking about? Molson. The hot oatmeal. So the oatmeal was too hot, Jerry. Uh, so I came up with a good idea. I said, I'm going to put it in the fridge for like uh, 20 seconds. That's not bad. Cool it down. Put it in the fridge. I warmed up my cinnamon roll. I come back. I take the oatmeal out after 20 seconds. Totally different consistency. Mm. It's water now. Oh, It's like a soup. And I, I couldn't get it back. It was just wet. This is like a Bill Nye episode. Exactly. So what, what do you think about that? What do you know about that? I, I think the heat was keeping its... Um, Liquid? Consistency. I see. 
Yeah, I think that's wacky. It's kind of like uh, you ever have your mom cook a big turkey stew and you walk away no. and you come back and it's all white on top and gelatinous. And then you're like, what the hell is this jizz? Mm-hmm. And she goes, put it in the microwave. You put it in, <laughs> it's stew again. No, I never had that. I mean, we yeah. made mac and cheese and Burger King. Oh, my mom was cooking raccoon dick and uh, hobo leg. I mean, it was a wild scene down there in Louisiana. That's a hell of a menu. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we were a bunch of big, fat weirdos down there, but uh, she was always stirring something, my mom, whether it was a gumbo or a jambalaya. Stir in the pot, you know? Yeah, we had some stir, stir crazy. I mean, it was, but it was all, like I said, it was all pasta, mac and cheese, rice. Maybe should stir rice. Okay, there you go. Um, but yeah, the consist- that's all science. That's all molecules and temperature and timing. It's, it's wacky, Jerry. It was very strange. And one time, another time, I was at the airport lounge for 15 hours. And so they had oatmeal, and I like oatmeal, and it sticks to the ribs. So I just kept eating oatmeal. Oh, you don't want too much. And then you think of like, Farting and all that and shitting. Yes, I couldn't stop pissing. Pissing. Yeah, I guess. Be- I think a lot of Thank fiber you. can cause you to piss too, but it's also a water-based oatmeal. Interesting. And I did some googling because I was like, something's up here. I mean, I piss a lot, anyways. You yeah. know me. Well, welcome to Science Hour with yeah. uh, JoJo and Dickless. But yeah, no, that's all. It's all pipes. It's true with all that that heat and stuff. But I do oatmeal every morning, and I do the instant oats. Uh, I've done instant, but now I like to go to the plate because. It's hard to get a proper porridge with the instant. What now? What's the little flake? Well, the the instant you get like the Quaker guy, the Quaker dick, the oats. Yeah, and That's then you pour guy. it in the the boiling water. Yeah, well, I do microwave. It's instant. Well, yeah, but it, either way, it still feels like flake. It's a little. There's like a crunch to it. A little there's crunch. Like a, yeah, you're just eating like oatmeal tea. Whereas you, know, like you go to, to a place that's done well. They have it's like a porridgey thing. It's like a mm. thick soup. It's a more thick. I see. And a better consistency. This ah, is thrilling, by the way. I know this is Oat the worst pot ever. Urine. Oh, this is pretty uh, funny. I all think. Right. Poor, I think it's interesting. Porridge, poor man's rich man from Richmond. But I don't know. Let me just say this: the heat thing. I hate the heat. Yes. Asian soups do not cool oh, off. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's called hot and sour, and they're not fucking around. It should just be called hot and hot, because you can just stir it. I got the lid off of there. I'm doing this shit. It won't cool off. I feel like Asian soup is too chunky. It's like mm. a big hunks of thing. I can't even get... What I like is, chicken and rice. Yeah, I like all. I like a soup across the board. I'm like, uh, what do you call it? Queer. I'm a pansexual. I'm a soup sexual. I like a ah. bisque, a chowder, a, a gumbo, a, a stew. Bring it on. If it's got a ladle, put it in my ass. I had a soup last night, late night soup. You know me, still the same OG, but I've been low key. And I think you're like me. I, I love a late oh, night diner soup. Oh, same. And the worst is when you go, hey Paco, what's uh, what's the soup with a gay? And he goes. Uh, Yankee bean, split pea. You're like, come on! What kind of world are we living in? Split pea? Give me a fucking chicken and rice. Give me an orzo. Give me a matzah. Well, in New York City diners, you're always going to have a chicken, rice, chicken noodle, chicken orzo. You hope. Orzo the best, Oh, I think. Or you say so. I, I love an orzo morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alon's orzo. That's uh, a uh, stretch. I've tried. It's early, folks. But anyway. I'm getting uh, borzo. I've said it before. B-O-Z-O. <laughs> I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When I die, what I'll miss most is 
comedians at a diner post show. Oh, yeah. You sit there, you talk about it all. That was crazy. That was farts. That was gay. That was jizz. Can't beat it. There's nothing better. And that's why the pandemic was such a cum guzzler because uh, get the gif. Yeah, where did you get? Where's what happened to that clip where you kick it and I catch it? What happened well, there? Chuck will get that to you in 2028. <laughs> what the oh, fuck's it's, going it's on? It's <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> the little wheel's still spinning. It was like six weeks ago for the folks at home. I punted and well, hit the wall. I caught it with one hand. It's a long video. It's, it's a lot to put together. I, I mean, what the shit? Um, I don't. I don't think that one's out yet. I don't think the episode's out. Uh, of course, it's out. That was like three months ago. No, there was a second one that you were like, "This one's better than the last one." Give no, me this no, one. the first one. I said, "Add it together, one. make a compilation." Oh, make a two clip. I see. Yeah. What were you bounced it eighteen times? It was must have been a Guinness no, book. It was a while ago. It was perfect. But anyway, what were you gonna say about the or the soup at the diner late night? Oh, the late night diner. We I got lost comics it. at a diner late yeah. soup. Oh, shit. Well, first of all, these diners are going away like hotcakes on a Friday. They just keep moving. I, they're gone. Everyone I see is boarded up. No no comprende. Don't come in. And uh, that scares the shit out of me. Well, Waverly's still there. Right? Waverly's there. Waverly's there. Court Square Diner we went to last night. Neptune. and uh, I'm in Astoria, so it's yes. like Diner Central the over Greeks, there. Greeks. They're holding on. And Jersey has some. But I think part of it is this fucking Sixth Avenue. These places, you got overrun by the kooks, and people don't <laughs> want to be out late at night. I know, I know. And they wait outside. I saw, I walked down Manetta Lane to go home, and the line of the cellar is down Manetta Lane. Uh-huh. And there's a goddamn jizz-stained, cum-guzzling wheelchair guy who I know now. I know that guy. He's got a little bit of a dread thing going on, and Judge Dread, and he's going down, and he goes, got any, got any change? In the line. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a 58-person line. Got any change? Got any change? He's hitting every single person, and you want to just put a broomstick in the spokes and... <laughs> Give them a little what for and knock them out because uh, I feel bad for these people. Yeah, it's a tough, tough times out there. By the way, I'm at the cellar tonight for the first time Whoa! since 1985. I haven't Wait, been there in a long tell me time. What it's like. Uh, but Fat what Black. Like? I, nothing on Fat Black listed. I think that's the funniest thing I've ever I, come I, up I, with I in my give life. You a ha-ha. Uh, did you get, I get a ha ha? Oh, the emoji ha ha. Yeah. All uh, right, it got ignored by the other guy, but uh, Fat Black listed. That's great. I only get spot. This is very inside baseball. Yeah. But you put in, there's the Fat Black Bar, there's the Fat Black Lounge, the original comedy cell of the Village Underground. You put in, and I'm only getting Fat Black spots. I got Fat Black listed. There you go, Very folks. proud of it. I liked it. Mona's give me a typed out ha-ha-ha. All right. And a repeat of the thing. Okay, well, if we want to go back and give uh, check all the ones I was proud of that you didn't ha-ha, we'll be here for uh, six years. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that bet. All right. We'll all go right. back through. I, the only thing I stiffed you on was the Jaws t-shirt. And I was like, what am I well, to, I can't work with this. That was on me. And right. I gave it a thumbs up emoji. I'll take it. I'll take I just I'm glad I got a response. All right. Well, it's uh, you know, a Jaws t-shirt. I know you like the movie. I was in Martha's Vineyard, it shot in Martha's Vineyard. Well, you could have thrown in a hey, I was walking through Martha's Vineyard thinking of you. Here's a photo. Well, speaking of which, let me get into this some tall tales of the Vin. I love the Vin. You tease the Vin. I can't wait for the Vin. Vin Scully, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vindicated. <laughs> so uh it's uh it is a magical place. They I love it. They won't touch it. They don't get a Walmart out there. There's one dairy queen on the main drag, and that's the only chain. Oh, is that right? That's it. It's got a preservation societies all up their ass yeah nantucket too yeah and that's that's key you got to do that because once those 
Pinkberries and Dwayne Reeds and uh, Sweet Greens get in there. The whole thing's jizz. I hate corporations except for Chipotle, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, Cheesecake Factory, and uh, that's it. Walmart's pretty good. But uh, all right, so we do the live app. Yes, we do. We hightail it back to the city. I get to bed at 2. The fucking alarm's going off at 6. Boop. I hit that. The uh, You know, we got the Muslim alarm. I fucking jizz it out to JFK, which is a hall. Of you course. know, we had a birthday there not too long ago. It sure did. Great time. Great idea. Loved it. Grateful <laughs> I went. Nice lady. Thanks for putting that together. So you get on the plane. You land in Martha's Vineyard, and you want to kill yourself. You're so tired. You're just, what am I doing here? And then you just get out. On the tarmac, by the way. Uh-huh. Don't you love when you land and you're on the you're on the c- cement? I love it. Retarmac. Yeah. So, uh, worst uh, McDonald's order. But yeah, so you get down on the tarmac. You're like, oh my god, I'm in the vineyard. You see like the the the, the mountains and the trees. It's lush. The air is different. There's a nip. Oh, I love a nip. Oh yeah. So catnip. So you go in, I find the lady, she's staying at the Surfside Inn, right on the water. Oh, so she's already there. She's already there, been there a day or two, and the whole her whole family goes out, they bring the kids. These kids, there's like 12 toddlers, uh-huh. and they all bond and pool and floaties and lollipops and all this shit, and I'm like, you don't know what you have! Right. This is great memories, these kids. They all play together, and they all, the, fr- the parents know each other, the kids know each other, they're like two, you know, and... They're just uh, throwing a Frisbee, and they can't catch. You know, kids are stupid. Frisbee, one of the most dangerous things for a young kid, because it's that hard plastic, and they just have no coordination. It's yeah. just right in the fucking teeth. Every time. Every time. Yeah. So they're on the swings, and they're just jumping in the pool, and they go, ah, they got the floaties, they're kicking. They live for this shit, and then they eat uh, those uh, freeze pops. Oh, I just bought some freeze pops when I was up in Maine. Love and it. Uh, it was so exciting, because you Cut the top, yes. and you suck that thing out, and then you get the juice at the end. The last Woo-wee. bite is so juicy. You, you circumcise. You're like a moil. You cut the tip, and you suck it. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Frankie Moyle. So just a great time. We get there, and you're just like, ah, and I, go, I rent a moped right away. Woo. I go right to the moped shop. It's like a bunch of African guys, and they're like, oh, it's going to be $8 million. And I'm like, oh, it seems a little high. I pop down to the one next door, 200 isn't that weird how that works? Wow. Yeah, big drop off. The guy's a Tuesday. What? And he goes, hey, here you go. And I go, I don't have insurance. I don't have a license. I'm drunk right now. And he goes, get out of here. He throws me the keys. I catch him. And I, I get out of there. There's a Tuesday selling mopeds in Martha's Vineyard? You got that right. Holy jizz. I got to get down there. MV Bikes. There's a shout out. Go to MV Bikes. He's cheaper. He's nicer. And he, he's he's fun. So get the moped. And the, the lady goes, I got bad news. I have meetings all day. My boss doesn't know I'm here. She's Zooming from the hotel room. And she's like, I got meetings all day. And I go, that's a shame. And it was just a puff of smoke. (laughs) I was out of there. Oh, Jesus. Poor lady. You've got to quit that job. I know. Every time I see her, she's got a meeting. A lot of meetings. She's like a clan member. (laughs) So I assume they just have one big one, wouldn't you think? Yeah. And I wonder if they hate the meetings. Oh, we got another meeting. There's no way they're like 8 a.m., noon, 3. It's probably just one big one. They light a cross, they burn a kid, and they go on their way. That's a good point. And what are they? We hate blacks. Yeah, and Jews. All right, (laughs) see you later. All right, take care. And Mexicans. We got to get Eric. Yeah, great joke. They don't like the, the, the atheists either, if you're white. The clan? Yeah. So oh, like, no kidding. They'll let us slide. Oh, geez. They'll get us 13th on the list, but 
they don't like us. No, no kidding. Here we go. And we're a couple of there. Victims. We're, we're get- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Count there it. you go. Count it. Yeah, the Klan uh, doesn't care for us. Yeah, so uh, I just hop on that moped. I go right to the beach, and I'm like, woo-wee. And I'm like, how you doing? You good? And she's like, yeah, I want to kill myself. I'm like, well, well what are you going to do? You know. And I'm having a great time. I start drinking immediately. So we have a great night. I can't remember much of what happens. I blacked out. But the next day, we're going to see John Hyatt. Oh, Johnny Hyatt. Big Johnny. Oh, wait. The first night, I did two shows in the vineyard. Oh, wow. How were those? They were killer because there's nothing going on out there. So, yeah. like, Are you hoping Larry David shows up? Of course. Every time. And Obama. I want to kiss them both. And uh, so this lady runs these two shows. Cat. And, uh, you know, Derek Drescher. Yeah, I know he, Derek. He I was on Derek. one. Nico White was on one. It was a it was a fun fun group. And uh, she's like, "Hey, you're in town. You might as well pop on. I'll pay you a couple bucks." And your first thought is like, "What am I doing? I just want to sit here and drink and get some sun and eat a clam." But you're like, "Oh, hey, wife pop was busy." In. Yeah, wife was busy. So I said, "I'll pop in." Sold out, killer shows. I walk on stage. I go, "Good to be here in the Vin." This lady in the back goes, "We don't call it that." I'm like, all right, here we go. So I trash her, you know, thick mass accent. And uh, then I go do the other one. That one's great. And uh, next night, this is the this is the fun part. I was like, we should do some shrooms. And I go, yeah, we should do some shrooms. So the, the host of the shows has shrooms. Right. She goes, these are penis envy. Hmm. You ever heard of this? This is the most I mean, I've powerful. Heard of penis envy. I don't ever heard of eating it. Yeah, we well, Buckle up, buddy boy. Put that dick in your mouth because these are the strongest, the highest concentrate shrooms you can get. No kidding. And, you know, she's on the VIN all day, all year round, so she needs a little hallucinogen. Okay. So I go, all right, we got some penis envy after the shows. Next day, we're like, let's go see John. We'll go to dinner. Then we'll go see John Hyatt, and we'll take the shrooms. All right. Now, they do look like dicks. Are they shaped penis? They're shaped like dicks. They're not mushroom cappy, which also looks like a dick. Interesting. Yeah, they're they're long and thin. If you pull up a pic, they're like weird. They're like rocket shaped. Huh. Very strange. The bombs and the bullets and the rockets are all shaped like dicks. Exactly. So we go out to dinner. We have a great dinner. We have oysters. We're right on the water. Saw Harry Connick Jr. there. No kidding. Yeah, he's looking good, by the way. I think he's buying some property, I assume. A lot of celebs out there. Oh, yeah. And nobody messes with them. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because they know, like, ah, you know, they live here, leave them alone. And they're all rich, too. Right. Everyone's got some dough. Yeah. James Taylor's out there as well. Oh, wow. Lenny Clark. Really? Yeah. Is he gay? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Lenny Clark. He lost a bunch of weight. I was like, he must be gay. No, I don't think so. And he, he, I think he used to throw gay words around. Uh, Well, if he's gay, he's allowed to. All right, so we go out to dinner, and I go, well, I want to be... Hitting, peeking for the Hyatt. Right. You know John Hyatt, uh, have a little faith in me. I love John Hyatt. We talked about it. We uh, li- His daughter, Lily Hyatt, rock and roll. That's right. Wonderful. And then, uh, cry love, tears of an angel, wings of a dove. Fun guy. So, of course, the lady goes to her sister. Hey, we're going to see this concert. We like this guy a lot. You should come. And they're like, oh, we don't know him, but l- let's do it. Which I was already skeptical about. Mm. You can't bring in people who don't, because now I'm worried they're going to hate it, and I can't enjoy it because I'm freaking out. Especially I, if you're doing drugs. Yeah, you know, I know that feeling to be like, check this out, and the person's like, why do they do that? I don't like this. Yes. You want to have the exclusive thing that you have with this artist. Exactly. 
So that was already a little uh, whatever, but I'm like, hey, I'll be drunk, I'll be on shrooms, I'll be in my own world, fuck that. Right. So we have the dinner, we're, we're kind of nibbling, you know, under the table at dinner, very nice. Uh, nibbling the dicks. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the dick envy. And we're nibbling, we're nibbling, and we meet up with these, uh, the family, the brother-in-law, which uh-huh. is weird to say, and the sister-in-law. And they go, we got the night off. They are watching our kids. This is a big night for us. And we go, we're gonna, we already took some shrooms. They go, hand them over. Ooh. So I'm like, okay, this is good. But they're both like, I can tell when you're a parent, you get a night off. You got to make it count. Yeah. I, I hate to be this guy, but it seems a little strange to be like, so the kids are on the island also? Yeah. And you're going to trip on mushrooms? Well, they're, they're five minutes from home, and they're, there's like 12 parents at the house. I guess so. So they're all there. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch strange. of kids and a bunch of parents. That's all pipes. That all blends together. I kids go to so. bed at 7, by the way. Yeah. It's like 9. It just feels like something happens. All of a sudden, you're uh, tripping on mushrooms. You're at the hospital with the children. <laughs> it is a concern. Okay. But this is America. We're on the vineyard. It's a it's a magical place. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. You're going to be a good dad, by the way. I'm going to try to get you to do shrooms. You won't do it. I think so. Okay. So we get to the, the, the venue. It's in a church. Giant, big, white church. We're like, wow. huh, that's a little weird. Sounds amazing. Kind of cool. And we go, let's hang back. We got about 10 minutes. So the brother-in-law, he's a he's a party guy. He goes, well, let, there's a bar right here. Let's, let's do some shots because I can tell he's like, this is going to suck. Right. And I'm like, all right, all right. So we go and we're just... Mind you, we've all taken shrooms. Nothing's happening yet. We keep being like penis envy. Everybody, keeps, oh, we must be pros. These people don't know what they're talking about. We're a couple of lifers here. This is nothing. We, we got the, what do you call that? We uh, Heavyweights? Yes, but what's the word? Not a lightweight. We've got um, stamina. Stamina close to that. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, a we base, got the... a baseline. Yeah. We've got um... high tolerance. 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 <laughs> yes, Woo! like Bernie Sanders. Very yes. tolerant. Tolerance. You got a lot of tolerance. Yeah, Sarah tolerance. Family's got a lot of buffers. So now we're getting a little banged up. We had some drinks at dinner, by the way. We I put down a ton of shrooms because I was feeling nothing. Uh-huh. So now we're in the concert. Apparently, the lady who got all the tickets didn't realize. <laughs> Oh, that was re- perfectly timed. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't realize it's an acoustic, intimate evening. I love an acoustic, intimate evening. That's the kind of show I want to see. Well, we didn't. We were expecting a rager. Uh huh. Which I guess you're he's, not going to get on the VIN. He's not exactly Metallica either. This guy. True, he's a singer-songwriter, for God's sakes. But I'd like a maybe a drum set, maybe a piano. You know, give me something. Uh huh. And it was it was just an old white guy in a t-shirt. All right. So the place is sold out. It's everybody in there is nine hundred years old, right? Not a good sign. Yeah, it, it looked like a, like a like I, I don't know Biden's family in there. It was crazy. I mean, I've been to a Joan Baez show, and uh, it was Cantor and I, and we were the youngest by thirty years. And the show ended before it was dark. Wow! It like started at seven and ended at eight thirty. You got the early bird show. It was like okay, good night, yeah. moon. Yeah, exactly. So this show started probably eight. Everyone, you could tell everyone was up past their bedtime. A lot of walkers, mm-hmm. you know, Texas Ranger. And we get in there. We're like, all right, we got some seats in the back, and they're church pews. Ah. So you're you're in it, like 
there's Jesus up on the wall, there's Allah, there's Muhammad, or whatever yeah, it is. Pew you. Yeah. <laughs> so he start he comes out, he goes, Howdy folks. Well, I was hanging out with my granddaughter today. And you're like, Yeah, yeah, get to the the singing there, Johnson. And then uh he go he starts going Mm-hmm, wait in the water, whatever, and uh-huh. it's uh, it's a little slow. All right, okay. And you know the lady's going oh, a little slow, and I look over my uh, brother-in-law. He's out. <laughs> he's out cold. He's snoring because you know you, you play with the kids all day, plus the eighteen shots. And I go, hey, hey. I wake him up and I go, here you go. And I put a big old shroom under his nose, like a like smelling salt. And he goes, give me that thing. I'm dying here. We've been in there four minutes. He's out. Well, this is the thing with parents, and I, I just can't wait to be one. But it's they all just can't wait to get away from the kids. Then they're like, I'm away from the kids. Let me smoke some crack. Yes. Do a fucking Jaeger bomb. Some fentanyl. But they haven't slept since fucking Christmas of 89. Exactly. So immediately they're in bed. That's yes. like a classic thing. Everyone's like, we're going to go out for a date. We got our friends in town. They're watching the baby. Then they, they try to fuck. They <laughs> can't get it up, and they go to bed. Classic. And, mind you, we're in an ominous church. He's playing. A, it's a lullaby. We're in the church pew. I mean, it's like a Catholic high school. Right. It's, it's communion out here. So I'm like, hey, hey, I feel bad because I'm like, no, no, he's going to pick it up. Like, I'm, I just, I can't relax now. I can't enjoy the concert because I'm so worried about this guy. That's what's so hard about bringing someone yes! to a show and they don't know. I've exactly. done this with the Open. This is why I go to the U.S. Open by myself now. Because you go move. and the person's like, what is this? It's 15. How many sets are there? It's four more hours. Yeah. And then a new match starts. And like, there's another match. And you're like, there's like three more matches. Exactly. I go alone. Alone is the move. I prefer to be by myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh. I go to the, there's a window. There's, the windows are all over. It's a beautiful night. The breeze is coming in. So uh, the shrooms are kind of kicking in a little bit. Nothing crazy. I'm like, man, these are weak. Penis envy sucks my dick. Fuck this shit. And I go, give me a little more. Nibble that up. And then the guy I'm with, he goes, whoa, I can't stay up. And he pops open a Zin. Zin? What's a Zin? Zin, it's one of those uh, nicotine pouches. Oh. You know that the tough guys do right here? Oh, okay. That whole thing. Gillis does it. A lot of guys do it. Oh, I, I always just knew that as like. Dip. This it's is dip. different. It's the same. It's dip in a pouch. I see. But it's called a Zin. Z-Y-N. Howard Zin. Yes, exactly. Zinnamon. So he pops in. I go, give me one of those. I've always wanted to try it. We're all kind of bored here. It's just like a lot of, mm, hey, hey, 99, hey. I mean, it is a lullaby. So I go, give me one of these Zins. I put it in. It burns like hell. I don't know why anybody likes it. But right when I put it in, the nicotine kicked in. I went, whoop, and the shrooms went, Wow. I was on the moon. All right. What about shit? Do you have to shit? That much nicotine. I got a cork in my ass and a dildo. <laughs> I've already stopped that up. Cause, and I shit earlier, but uh, I was ready to go. And so now I'm like, oh, John Hyatt's got flames behind him. His dick's out. He's going, ah, he's eating out my mom. I'm like, holy hell. So sh- the lady's sitting by the window. So I go, trade seats with me. I, I want to I- I wanna feel the air. And she's like, are you all right? I'm like, shut up, bitch. I slap her. And no one else is, I look at everybody else, they're all bored out of their mind. I'm like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm in a church. God's looking at me. Baby Jesus, you know, uh, C-3PO, whoever's there. <laughs> I'm freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's just going, hey, hey, nanny, oh, And I'm like, God, what the hell? I'm in a church. I'm having flashbacks. I'm getting molested by a priest. And I, I, I just look out the window. Now I have to look out the window to stop freaking out. Because uh. there's just a tree out there going, Oh, the tree's good. Love a tree. And I see a rabbit. There's rabbits out in the vineyard. Wow. I see a bunny. I got I got like uh, eagle eye. 
So I'm just like, oh, focus on the rabbit. And she's hit me. She's going, you've been staring out the window for like an hour. And I was like, oh, really? Shit. And I was like, oh, God. And no one else is tripping. The Zin. Oh, the, the Zin. Zin it, it kicked it up. The Zin kicked the trip. Yes, yes. So uh, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. The Zin. And I spit the Zin out. I just throw it out the window. And uh, the. You kept making all the stops? <laughs> yeah. So eventually. It picks up a little, and then the audience, it's a little boring. Uh-huh. I hate to shit on Hyatt, but I did, we didn't know it was an acoustic night. Right. So the audience starts going, have a little faith in me. You know, this is a, still Massachusetts. They're, they're a little chippy. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah. Well, so they, acoustic shows are tough because you don't quite know what to do. Yes. There's no sway. There's yes. no dance. It's very much like you sit and listen. That was it, and it's a little awkward because uh, every now and then he'd have a peppy song, and you have one guy doing this shit, yeah. but he was only the one guy. Right. Nobody wanted to join in, and it's stuffy out there. I've been that guy, by the way. I it's tried. Like, All right, here we go, and then everyone doesn't join. You have to sit down, defeated. Right. So I'm on the window. I'm standing now because I'm like I can't sit. I'm too juiced up. Uh-huh. I have to. I'm the only guy in the whole church standing, and I can see John Hyatt's going. Is he a terrorist? What's this guy doing? Is he like going to pull a Joker and Aurora thing? Why is this guy standing up? Right. But whatever. So I'm standing, and the, the lady's like, "What are you doing? You look crazy." I'm like, "I gotta stand. I'm freaking out." So finally, after an hour and a half, people are going. Cry love, cry love. And then one girl goes, it's her birthday, which is oh, so funny. I thought that was only a comedy show. Oh, my God. And so I see her, and I'm, like, cringing and the shrooms, and it's all, it's too much. She looked like the devil. It's her birthday. Ah! It was like a big Karen. Now, what kind of venue are we talking? Is this 1,000 people or, like, 100 people, 500, uh, Whatever, a church hall, I'd say 250, 300. So it's a big church. It's a big church. church. Okay. Big church. It's not big a chapel. No, no, no. And... I'm just like, what are we doing here? What am I doing with my life? I'm on an island. I'm in a church. I'm with these people who don't, they hate this. I hate this. I'm married. I want to jump out the window. The whole thing's coming crashing down. Oh, boy. So finally, everyone keeps kind of heckling him a little. And he's like, all right, all right, I'm not going to play that. And you could tell he didn't want to play the hits. Right. And then one lady kind of angrily goes, have a little faith in me. You got to play Have a Little Faith in Me. Because he's playing all like his new shit, I think. Yeah. And he was like, well, I usually wait till the end. You can tell he's getting a little annoyed. He's like, I usually wait till the end. but God, uh, I feel for him. All right, I'll play it right now. So have a little faith. And the crowd goes ape shit. That's like his biggest song, I guess. Right. And then, then he goes back into new folky, acoustic-y shit. And people are walking. Walk it out, and I just I can't handle it. It's too much. I feel bad for him. I, I'm relating to him as a performer, but I'm also kind of bored. They're sleeping. I'm all fucking shroomed out. So it was wild. <laughs> so we leave there. Finally, we leave. They're Be- both going before the end of the show. No, we we finished it. Okay, all right. We finished it. They're waking up. The guy's like, an alarm clock went off. <laughs> he had a pillow and a long hat, and they're like, we're like, we got to go to a bar. I mean, this that was a big. Big flop. A dud. Yes, a big dud. And we're out there milling, and I'm, I'm shroomed up, and I'm milling with the old folk. I'm like, what'd you guys think? They're like, ah, I've seen it before. A little better. I didn't love it. I'm like, oh, man, if the old folk are bored. Right. So, so we go to a bar. Now every, I'm coming down, finally. Uh-huh. Everyone else is shrip, tr- shrooming hard. They're tripping their balls off. I see. Because they've been nibbling the whole time out of boredom. <laughs> we killed the whole bag. It was a huge bag. So now we go to a bar, and you know everything's nautical there. 
And May, the lady, starts freaking out. She's like, we're on a ship. The ship is, is sinking. She thought she was on a ship because there's one fucking porthole in this gold goddamn bar. She thinks the place is sinking, and uh, we had to get her out of there. So we go back to the the house with all the kids. You know, it's like midnight at this point. Uh-huh. We go back to the house with the kids. I'm hammered. They're all tripping balls, and they're just talking about their kids. We're sitting in a carport on folding chairs like, oh, I love my kids. And I'm like, oh, God, I got a flight at, at 2 in the morning. I got to get out of here. And May, May can't even talk. She's like frozen. Mayday. Yes, May Gay. So I go, let's just get out of here. We get an Uber, and the Uber felt like a spaceship. We're like, whoa, man, this is crazy. It was like a Mercedes. I was like, what kind of car is this? I've never seen a car like this. And the guy's like, Mercedes Benz, you know. And then we finally get to the hotel back. I get her in the covers, and she, I was like, maybe I'll get laid. You know, you have that moment. Of course. And she's just twitching and drooling and farting. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I go to bed. Got to go on an airplane. Two days are You're up. Leaving. I'm leaving oh, on a geez. jet plane. Now, getting out of the VIN is like getting out of Vietnam. Yes. So I'm on Cape Air, which I call Rape Air. But Whoa. All right, all right. Well, they, they also call it Scape, Cape Scare because it's a little uh, rickety. Right. It's very small. It's one of those ones they have like the cooler in the back. Yes. There's like six seats. Yeah, I've flown Cape, Cape Air. So it's JetBlue, Delta, American, and Cape Air, the only thing to go out of this island. Right. They've, they've, they're the richest people in the world. The, the airport looks like it's from uh, Nigeria. It's like huts and, and cement and chain link fences. No, it's, it looks like an old family photograph from Ellis Island. Yes. Everyone's standing there with like, like you know, wooden suitcases Suitcase. standing on the side, thumbing for a plane. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everybody's suitcase got all the stickers on it, you know? Yes. So I go, all right, my flight is at 8. So I got there at 7, but. I call an Uber. There's no Ubers on Martha's Vineyard. Not at that hour. Mm. It's 6 o'clock. I got to be there for 7. So I'm Ubering, and one guy goes, I'll be there in like 40 minutes. I'm like, 40 minutes? The airport's a half hour away. I'll never make it. And so he hangs up. I go, oh, and then, one, you know, it's Lyft. It's like loading, looking for drivers, looking for drivers, nothing. So I go, what am I going to do? I got to get to the airport. It's a half hour away. I'll never make it. It's my biggest fear. The worst fear. And then... I go out, I'm like standing on the sidewalk, like just trying to get service. I got my suitcase and a guy is sweeping and I go, I got to get to the airport. I'm just talking to a random guy. He's like, you better take a cab. I was like, oh yeah, cab. I called a cab company. Got there in five minutes. around? Oh, nice. Yes. Thank Christ. Got in the cab. The guy was uh, Brazilian. He just told me how the vineyard sucks now. It's all about money. No one cares anymore. It used to be a special place and now it's just a bunch of rich people, whatever. So I get to the airport. Boop. All right, folks. Uh, f- pilot sick. We got a sick pilot. Pilot no f- sick? No isn't flight. There, isn't there another pilot? That's what I said. I was like, that's a dime a dozen. It's a 40-minute flight to Boston. By the way, I got to go to Boston, Atlanta, Springfield, Missouri. Oh. <laughs> I know. What? So that's three flights, couple connections, out of the vineyard, oh. nightmare. God so, damn it. Yeah, Vineyard to Boston, Boston to Atlanta, Atlanta to Springfield. Brutal. So I'm supposed to get there at 2.30. I'm, the flight doesn't go with the pilot being gay. That fucks us. So then he's like, we'll put you on a later flight. So you're going to go out at 11. And I go, but my connection's at 10.30 in Boston. He goes, yeah, sorry. And I go, fucking Cape Air. So... That one barely goes. I have photo. I took video, Chuck. I got to send you the video. We got into this plane. I mean, this thing was, it was from the silent era. I mean, they probably shot down uh, Patton with this thing. 
So <laughs> it's got a swastika on the side. It's it's green. It's rusty. And the guy uh, the guy goes, all right, all right, uh, you. And he points to me. He goes, because all it's all about weight. He goes, uh, you got to sit in the cockpit. I in go, the cockpit. What? And he goes, yeah, yeah. We just need to even it out because it's a bunch of you know fat Americans. Right. So he's like, you got to sit in the cockpit. I'm like, uh, okay. The guy behind me is the biggest, tallest man on the planet. So he's like, you got to hike your seat up. So I'm. Up against the instruments. Now, what? I don't, I don't You're know in if you the know. jump seat? I'm in the jump. I'm in, I'm in the, the flight seat. No, no jump. Flight. Oh, my God. I wanted to jump. 21 Jump Street. But I don't know if you know this, but when the guy next to you, he's this like classic Boston guy, puts out his cigarette. He's like, all right, folks, this is how it's going to go. You put your seatbelt on, or I'll fucking come back there and, and, and show you who's who or whatever. You're like, oh, God. So he, he goes, and the the wheel goes poof. The the, the yoke. Oh, uh, the yoke. Yes, the yoke's on you. So the yoke, boom. And, he, and my knees are up against. I'm not a tall guy. My knees are against the dash. And he goes, "Watch that left knee, because you're you're on the landing gear." What? I was like, "What the hell is going on?" This so, is insane. So I have to kind of keep my knee low, but I'm hitting the the end. I'm hitting the wall here. So I'm like doing this shit, you know, trying to turn it. And you know, one guy's out there. It goes. And he hits the propeller, it starts spinning, they hit the other propeller. It's like Indiana Jones out there. <laughs> so it's raining, it's windy, so he goes, all right, it's going to be real bumpy, and there's no cushion, I'm sitting on wicker here. And he goes, all right, we're taking off. Ah! Everybody's like freaking out of the plane, because it's like, wow, wow, and the wind, the propeller's crazy. One guy goes, what happens if an engine goes out? He goes, we got another one. It was insane. So wait, you're in the front windshield I'll looking show out you. the windshield? I, I got the video. Oh, my God. I'm out the window, Jerry. That's it. And I'm up against it because the guy behind me is huge. So there's another guy in the cockpit behind you? Well, no. It's all a bunch of seats behind it's all me. one... It's just one tube. It's one cigar tube. Wow. It's crazy. All the baggage went in the wing. He opened up a, a latch and the, threw the shit in the wing. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Crazy, you know. I'm on no sleep. I'm still shroomed out a little bit. You know, the whole thing's wonky. And he's giving me instructions. He's like, "All right, when I say this, you pull this lever." And I'm like, "Uh huh." Uh -huh. And he's like, "Yeah." And then, then uh, look out the window, say two Hail Marys, face Mecca, and then yank this cord. I'm like, "I can't remember all this." Did they give you a leather helmet and goggles? No, <laughs> I wish. I wish I had a scarf going in the wind like the Red Baron. <laughs> I mean... But uh, yeah, so we finally land in Boston, and I go, "Ah, we land on the tarmac." You know, it has, it has to put. All the way to the uh, to the gate. Uh-huh. We, 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 all the way home. Yes, the little piggy. And he goes, uh, all right, who's what, what? I go, I'm Boston uh, Delta. And he goes, ooh, you got to go all the way to A. I go, all right, I'll go to A. And he goes, that means you got to go through security again. I'm like, oh what my the fuck? God. I look at my clock, watch, and I go, oh, it boards in like 11 minutes. So... Run all the way through. It's all weavy and windy through Logan. Get to security. Thank God for pre-check. Fly through security, and I'm running. And it's of course, it's just B-79, you know? So you're just running, 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 running. Uh, B-16, B-17. I'm like, I got to go all the way to 79. You're B pushing kids out the way. You're trying to find the uh, the automatic ramp. What do you call that? Oh, the yeah, moving? the uh, conveyor belt. Yes, yes. Is that it? The moving, moving sidewalk. sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. So I'm on the moving sidewalk. I'm pushing fat people out of the way. I'm kicking pilots in the face. Finally, I make it. There's a little trickle of a line coming out of gate A-78. I get in the line. They close the door behind me. Ah, I made it just to Atlanta. Then once you get to Atlanta, got to haul ass all the way to the other side of the fucking airport. Finally get to Springfield. Holy shit. 
get in an Uber, go to the hotel, left my bag. I just left my bag. Where? It, 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 it's Atlanta on the it's or on Springfield. The, well, no, I put it in the wing. Ah, uh, the wing. And then they go, well, we'll get it to Springfield. And I go, oh, okay, great. And so you just go, oh, I have no bag. This is nice. I get to Springfield. Whew, that was harrowing. Okay, my show's in two hours. Just uh. got to get to the hotel, take a shower. I get an Uber. I get to the hotel. I, my bag is just spinning on the on the belt. Uh, I hate the spin. The lonely spin. The lonely spin. So I got to get an Uber, go back to the airport. Oh, of course, my bag's nightmare. in some fucking you know office now, and I got to go talk to a lady. She gives me the bag. I go back to the hotel, shower up, go straight to the show. I'm on fumes. 1,500 people, Springfield, Missouri, had a weird show, couldn't remember my fucking last name. We did it, and then we went out after. Nice. All right. I'm sorry, that was long. No, that was great. I mean, that's quite a, uh, a tail, tailwind, tailspin. Yes, yes. Uh, what was the guy's name from Tailspin? Baloo. Baloo. Yeah, Hubaloo. From Bare Necessities. That's right. Uh, that is a brutal feel. Well, that's the thing. If you don't check your bag often, yes. anything you don't do a lot of the time. I mean, this is like most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And so is there two pilots up there? There's one guy and me. I was the co-pilot. Is that even legal? Probably not, but they were getting a lot of complaints. I mean, that's insane. You're like Frank Abagnale Jr. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, that Man is ratty. the wildest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I know. I didn't know they could do this. I got a seatbelt. It was like a dental floss, and my, my knees are up against the instruments. Yeah, I mean, this feels totally illegal. I think we could shut these people down. Yeah, at one point, the, the engine was like right by my face, so it's kind of like lulling me to sleep. I was on no sleep. I fell asleep, and he goes, hey, 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 hey. And I go, what? And he goes, your knee, your knee. I hit the gear. I hit the landing gear. Oh, so I had to go, oh, my. shit. Sorry. I mean, this has got to be, this is a relic of the past. There's no way this Huge is okay relic. with the FCC Fucking or the FAA or. Amelia Earhart blew a guy in this thing. <laughs> um, Airhead. She died, right? Yeah, well, you know, you got a female driver. What do you think? I think they got lost, right? Didn't she crash? Yeah, go ahead and got lost. Yeah, well, she stinks. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is. Unbelievable. Put the clips on the Patreon or whatever, but I got like eight eight clips of me taking off. I got the landing. The whole thing was crazy. Wild. In the rain. Oh, yeah, of course. Everything was against us. Um, but, yeah, I made it. And then we, me and Corbin and Dayton, uh, Dayton. Bissette, who hosted, we, uh, we got off the gig at, what is that called? Springfield. And then I went to bed. I fell asleep for 11 hours. Then we got up and drove to St. Louis. Three-hour drive, easy peasy. St. Louis, we did this place called The Factory. Apparently, Louis was just there a year ago, whatever. Oh, wow. 2,000 people sold out outside of St. Louis. I got to give a shout-out. This is the hottest crowd, great venue, amazing, had a great time, and then flew home. I love St. Louis. Do you? Yeah. good. Oh. Well, I love the St. Louis Funny Bone. Great club. I haven't been uh, in, a, in a dog's age. I got to get back there. But yeah, yeah. I love the uh, good people out there. Greg Warren, Nikki Glazer, Pete Lee. No, he's Wisconsin. I and think then he the, came uh, up there. But the uh, the arch, the arch is fun. Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, sort of. Yeah, he's okay. from yeah, he's from Southern Illinois, St. Louis ish. Yeah, yeah. He started over there. Um, but yeah, great, great comics, great people. Can't get back to that funny bone. But yeah, yeah. that's fucking uh, great club. That is quite a, a tale. Sorry, yeah, that was way longer than I thought. But, no, uh, no, that was like crazy. Cockpit flying. I mean, that, that really feels like if they if someone ratted them out, they'd yeah. be like, you guys are shut down. This well, is no good. We got the evidence right here, Charlie. I mean, that is nuts. 
Yeah, wild time. Uh, and then just got back from L.A. last night. So, you were in L.A.? Yeah, I did one night in L.A. No kidding. I had no idea. I well, I kept uh, under wraps. There was some Netflix bullshit, and I—that's oh, a whole other story. But I got to throw it to the old sweatpants. I over mean, here. I, I don't know. I don't even know what I have over here, other than a lot of texts from my gay family. Uh-oh, uh oh, he's all right. Yo yo, Tuesday stories brought to you by Blue Chew. Everybody loves a guy who is self-assured in the bedroom, and Blue Chew can help make sure you're ready whenever you, the mood strikes. Blue Chew is an online service that delivers ED, erectile dysfunction medicine, straight to your door with the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but a fraction of the price. Just sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. It's all online, baby. No doctor's office, no awkward convo. I love Blue Chew. I've taken it, and it works. It's the best way to take one of these pills because you can chew it up. It tastes good, and it works the fastest, if you ask me. I've tried them all. I go to a lot of orgies and sex shows, and I got to be ready to go, and you don't want to disappoint. Your lady will call you horrible names if you can't get it up. They all take it personally. It comes in a discreet package so your nosy neighbors don't ever have to know Unless you want them to, hello, Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TUESDAYS at checkout, and you just pay five bones for shipping. I mean, you can't beat that. You're getting a free thing here. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TUESDAYS, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information, and we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the pod and helping us stay hard. Hold on, I got a thing I wanted to talk about. Well, last night, let me just throw this out there, shove it right in your ass. Um, what's that you said? Now? I was just saying, you got to see that. I mean, this, this is the pilot. Look at this guy. This guy was not fucking around. The pilot is in the audience. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, that is just wild. It looks it's like you're wild. driving a, an old Buick. Yeah, it felt like that. It, it felt like a Model T. Um, T-bag. Oh yeah, this is all nonsense. The, the the AirPod thing really took over my life for like four days. I've told the story to nineteen people. It's I so mean, good. It's wild. But I gotta give a shout out to our old pal Matt Wayne. Last night his film premiered. He made a film in Sicily a few wow, years ago. Who is this guy? Last Bellini? night it was the New York premiere. Him and his buddy Mike something. I can't remember his name. Big Mike. But uh, they did this place, Film Noir Cinema in mm. Williamsburg. You've probably driven by there or walked by there. Yeah, I don't know. It's it. a little hole in the wall. It's like literally built into like a house. Uh-huh. And I would always drive by and be like, what the fuck is going on in there? Yeah. It's uh, right over off of, um, what is that, Manhattan? Yes. You know, the main drag there, where the original Skankfest was. Not the original. Oh, but the, Greenpoint. The big New York. Yeah, Greenpoint. Yeah, Manhattan. And uh, and it was over there in Greenpoint. We went over. Siobhan was going. He picked uh, Sarah and I up. Went over, and it was a who's who of uh, who's not of uh, of who we used to see. Oh, okay. It was like Robert Dean, Chris Welty, George Gordon. Uh, it's like a cabin reunion. Yeah, it was very much. It was very much like cabin. Maybe want to have a, a PBR and just mm -hmm. throw one back with the with the boys. Yeah, make out with Rebecca, whatever it is. But uh, the the film was great. Great little cinema, sixty seats, sold out, and uh, it was fun. You know, Matt was sitting right behind us, and uh -huh. uh, 
Great film. It was it was Dean and 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 Siobhan and me and Sarah. Star studded event. Sure. You guys have never heard of these folks, but they're great guys. No one has. And uh, the film was awesome. It was one of those nights you come out. Matt was in a suit. They did a Q and A. I threw out a Q. They gave me an A. I felt really smart. And Anal. Afterwards, you hug and you kiss. And they were going to a rooftop party. You know Matt Vita. 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 Yeah. No, no. He's got v- a, Vita the homeless. Got a great room up in Woodstock, Vermont. You should go do it sometime. Oh, yeah. Bring the lady. To. It's a great hike. And There's a Woodstock, Vermont, and New York? Oh, yeah. Weird. We've talked about this before. They all just take all the town names. Yeah, there's a couple of Springfield. There's like 30 of those. Portland was almost called Boston. They flipped a coin. What? Portland, Oregon. They were going to name it Portland or after Portland, Maine, or Boston after Boston, Massachusetts. Flipped a coin, landed on Portland. How about that? Portland is Portland. Did wow. I say this in the last step? I've never heard it. I can't remember. I'm on drugs. Sarah um, Quill's rooms. But uh, what a premiere. What an exciting moment. Great film. You give the big hug. I picked him up. He's kicking his feet. His wife is there. Everyone was excited. And then Vita, this this guy, he's a comic, great guy. Uh-huh. He's like, we're going to my rooftop party. Whee! We got 60 beers, 14 Bud Lights, three Corn hens and the two eggs. Mm, yes. And then uh, Easter egg hunt. Sarah was like, I feel like shit. I'm pregnant. And we were like, all right, we got the hell out yeah, of there. Yeah, well. But still very fun and uh, exciting. So keep an eye out. Sound of the Island is the name of the film. And um, it Sound was really, really exciting. Hell yeah. I love these guys making movies and just mixing it up. Yeah. It's fun to do things. And uh, I've been out. It's, uh, well, I mean, this is coming out in six months because you're going to Europe for three days or whatever. Sure. But um, I was at the U.S. Open Woo! yesterday, the night before. I've been all over that U.S. Open, and uh, I just love it. I go out there, and I sit there and really take it in, take in the sights and the sounds. And Good. Tuesdays are plenty out really? there. Everywhere I go, hey, let's stay. Hey, gay. Hey. I'm gay. My father's gay. I love to hear it. And uh, it's very exciting. So I got no stories, but U.S. Open. Fun. I love that open. I just love that New York has so much to offer. You can just pop out to, what is that, Forest Hills? Uh, Flushing. Flushing. And just see a crazy event with star-studded affair and these pro athletes who are top tier. Queens, most underrated borough. I talk about it all the time. I tried to get you to the move there. Your wife said, fuck you, you fucking nerd. We don't want to look at your teeth. You suck. Queens blows. But, I mean, you got Forest Hills, Forest Hills Stadium. But that's a million miles away. Ah, That's 20 minutes. Forest Hills Stadium. (laughs) Uh, you got both airports. That's you got true. the most diversity. It's more affordable. It's closer to Manhattan. It's e- got a great train. Central Park is 15 minutes away. Astoria Park, biggest, uh, great park. biggest. Uh, what do you call it? Public pool in the United States. That's right. That's what I want to do. Get in a public pool. You got waterfront, and uh, it's just the best. Less crime. That's true. Less expensive. Less hipsters. Less pretension. That's true. Less I woke. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, the Queens is lunch. I'm not against Queens. Uh, Sunny side. Feels like where you go to settle down. It's the burbs, Jerry. All right. All right, but no, good borough. I like Staten Island. Are you moving to Brooklyn in 10 minutes? I'm trying. The fucking house is falling down. It needs new beams and foundation is crumbling. And uh, I'm starting British to think you didn't even buy a house. I mean, that was two years ago we're talking now. What Tell is going on? And I've been paying the mortgage the whole goddamn time, <laughs> and I'm fighting with the Turkish man with a lawsuit, and I got a I got an Irish guy coming in there. Oh, top of the morning, matey. I'm going to fix this right up, but he's in Jamaica right now. Istanbul. Jamaica, that's in Queens. Hey. There you go. What? Donald Trump is from Queens. Everybody oh. likes him. All your favorites. Uh, yeah, all the all the hit makers are yeah. up there. <laughs> well, you got Simon and Gar. You got uh, Billy 
Billy Eichner. You got Greg Giraldo. The Ramones. The Ramones. LL yeah. Cool J. Um, that show, Ray Romano's show, Kevin James's show, The Costanzas. Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, I'll tell you. Is Ray Romano? I don't know. The show took place in Queens. I, I think, don't know. If I he's think from. he's Queens. Maybe he's Queens. Give I think it might be Queens. It makes sense. Bet my uh, my house on it. It'd be weird to do a TV show not where you're from. Yeah, well, Kevin James is Long Island. Yeah, I guess so. Queens. 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 There you go. Oh, there was another good one. Uh, oh, John Favreau, I believe, is Queens. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he's a he's a filmmaker. Boy, Favreau, he's good. He's good. He's ripped in Swingers. Are we watching Swingers? He's like, oh, yeah. fucking ripped. And then he just became a fat fuck. Became a fat fuck, and uh, he went just went to Iron Man. I'll just be this guy now. Yeah, you know, I'll make a zillion dollars and be mainstream. Boy, that's really something. Yeah, yeah, he's a fun, fun guy. All right, what else you got? I hope you got okay. something else written over there. I got, uh, I, got I, I mean, the, the AirPod is all I had for like six months worth well, of stories. That's gonna last you through the the millennia. We've done forty eight episodes in three days. Okay, now let me let me throw this at you. Please shove it right in here. So I got this net. The, basically, the Improv Comedy Club had a sixtieth anniversary, oh, so they right. do a little comedy thing, and it was a star-studded affair. It was Joe Coy, Whitney Cummings, myself, Fortune Feimster, Burt Kreischer, Dion Cole, Jeff Dunham, and Craig Robinson. Wow, this is the lineup. Those are some real stars. Hot. Hot show, and uh, I should not have been on it. Everybody was like, you know, 20 years senior or whatever you want to call it. Weird to see Jeff Dunham. He's got the puppets. He's uh, a zillionaire. And then Joe Coy is like sells out the forum 28 times. It is wacky. Huge arena guy. Dunham, I've never met, never been in the same room, never really seen him. I never watched any of it. I don't know anything about Dunham. He's an interesting guy. Obviously, he's wildly famous and popular. Uh, he's got the puppets and everything, but... He's still a squirrely comic. Like, you talk to him, and you could tell he's kind of like, oh, you think you're better than me? You think you're better than me because I got puppets? And I'm like, well, oh, I'm just saying hello. I, I, I'm actually jealous of your life. Well, I think a lot of these guys, they're so isolated because they're on these big tours. He's not probably hanging out at the improv right. all that much. You're not right. bumping into Jeff Dunham at the Cellar or at Broadway Comedy Club. Totally. So he's out in his own world. And then he's so big and so famous. does so many corporates and casinos. I'm sure he's just... Very much removed. I don't know anybody that knows Jeff Dunham. No one knows him except for like Leno. Yeah. But it's like Carrot Top. You go out, you, you, you get mocked quite a bit. You go out and live in Vegas. You got your residency. You got your fans. You got your theater and you, you're good. Yeah, I guess so. You don't know Garden Schwartz moved to Vegas? No. Yeah, he lives in Las Vegas. A lot of comedians. Brett Ernst, Brian Regan, Noah Garden Schwartz. His wife's a comedian. Esther. Maybe that's the move now. You go to wow. Vegas. It's too hot. It's 175 <laughs> degrees. It's like living on the sun. Yeah. Um, so and I hate casinos, but I guess there's a whole other aspect. Yeah, I think there's other shit there. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I haven't seen it. I just talked to him yesterday. I didn't know he lived in Vegas. Good for him. He got out. Big Vegas. How about that? Vegas. So uh what was I talking about? Jeff Dunham, oh, 60th yeah, so anniversary. Flying, how about this? So I got a I got a noon flight. It's fun to go to Vegas. You gain three hours. L.A., you gain three hours. Uh-huh. So you got a noon flight out of Newark, United, and I go, man, I'm in the uh, I'm in the back of this plane. It's a good six-hour flight. I've been going all over fucking God's green earth. Let me just upgrade. I'm just going to buy it. I took a little of your advice. I had you tickling my dick hole, and I go, uh, $899. $899? To upgrade. Oh, jeez. Jesus. And I go, well, I'm making a pretty penny on this uh, this show here, so maybe I'll just do it. Fuck it. And I just click. I love it. I'm all for it. Well, 
Here's the rub. Okay. I get the you know email. Hey, you got your ticket is here now, uh-huh. homo. And I go, oh great, all right. And then I check the the app because you want to see that fucking seat. You want to jerk off to that Ex- photo. Exactly. And it goes, hey, there was an open seat in first class. You got upgraded. And I go, wait, 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 wait. You must be talking about the one I just bought. And they're like, no, no, you've been upgraded. Oh, boy. you have enough points or whatever. And I go, oh, oh I just bought a seat. And they were like, oh, shouldn't have done that. So do you have two seats now? I got two like seats. Like a fat guy? So now I'm out 900 bucks for nothing. <laughs> I mean, when you lay across them, like, uh, you know, Louis Anderson? <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do a John Panette or a Ralphie May. Uh, they're they're on opposite sides of the spectrum. Oh Jesus Christ! So I totally fucked myself, and I'm now I'm laying down miserable, going. I'm looking at this some fucking lady over there, going, "I bought that bitch. You have no idea. I paid for that seat, you chunky whore." So that fucking ruined my life. And I go, "See, if I just bit myself and my bit all frugal, I would have would have had to save nine hundred dollars." I suppose this is my fault, but uh, yeah. You I got like my it. head. And, but can't you give it away? Give it away, give it away now? Can't you <laughs> grab a, you know, a soldier or a deaf kid a, or like a handicapped woman? Some fat soccer mom's in there doing a Sudoku. Well, that's good. Good for her. Nah. You gave it, you know, that allows her to get the upgrade. Some some fat asshole who's raising the kid pro- improperly, probably. Well, you know, United, some fat guy with a cigar has got his feet on a desk going, ah, <laughs> we got another one. I know. They just want the money. They, they yep. take it. They love it. I'm thinking about flying United because I got to go from Chicago to San Francisco, I booked Delta, but it's it's Chicago to Detroit to San Francisco, and I get in at like 3.30 p.m. I have two shows that night, so I'm thinking Ooh. about just going United and buying one of these $5,000 tickets. You yeah, well, wait for the upgrade first, but yeah, it, why, why connect? They can't go to San Fran? Well, because it's all hubs. Ah, the hub. You gotta fly to the hub, which took me 20 years to realize Born that, air, uh, what do you call it? airlines have hubs. I didn't yeah. know about the hub. I always just thought you, Chicago to San Francisco. Let's go, yeah. Delta, hubba hubba. And, but they only you gotta to fly Delta. You gotta be in Atlanta, Detroit, oh, New York, right. Denver, or uh, whatever the fuck Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that because uh, yeah, United I think is all. It's either Newark or or Chicago. United is a is a Newark hub and Chicago hub. Mm. That's why that's like the old gag. When I die, I don't know if I go to heaven or hell, but I'll know I have a layover in Atlanta because <laughs> Delta's all Atlanta. The hub, hub that, of stank, and Salt Lake City. Okay, well that that sucks. I hate the connection. You think Chicago is a big enough airport, but yeah, go United. Fuck it. Maybe I'll go United. It's gonna be a crazy uh, crazy week. I'm going. Well, I guess this already happened by the time you hear this, but I'm going to Chicago. Tuesday, I'm going to Pearl Jam that night. Then I'm doing Zanies, two sold-out shows the Wednesday. Cubs day game. Everyone's going. All the Pearl Jam people are going to the Cubs game. Two shows that night. Pearl Jam Thursday. San Francisco Friday, Saturday. Wow. Delta Cub. Shooting back home, and uh, it's a a lot of... Kooky, but it, it, I'm, all, I'm like living. It's like a bucket list. I'm having a child. My yes. life is gonna be over, so I gotta go and run around. And I'm telling Sarah, I'm like, I'm so sorry. You're pregnant. You, you're waddling. You're sad. You're upset. I'm gonna be gone. And she's like, Live, Jerry. Oh, live the life. That's a good wife. It's a good wife, and because uh, I'm pretending that I'm not gonna do this when I have the child. Sure, so sure. You're be like, that's oh my god, it's my last chance. <laughs> yeah, live it up, and uh, good for her to let you do it. Because some, you know, they they all say. 
misogyny, biology is the biggest misogynist. Mm. You know, the pregnancy, the period, the hormones, the the aging, the right. tits, the milk. You got a kid sucking and biting on your nips here. Not good. Yeah, it's interesting. If your tits sag, it's bad. But if your dick sags, it's kind of good. Your oh, dick gets longer. That's true. But the ball sag, also bad. Ball sag is bad. Ball, ball sag it. <laughs> um, it's, it's something. But I think you could probably surgically jam them back up there. Or yeah. Something. I think you can get a snip on the skin. It tucks it. It tightens it. Nip tuck. Yes. But I was just talking to a, a friend of mine who will remain nameless. And I was mm. telling him about my wife and my wife's behavior of just like, yeah, we don't really fight. We don't do that. And he was like, this is crazy. And it, it's a good reminder. He's like, you have it so good. Because we don't, Sarah and I don't talk on the phone. We'll, I'll go away for three, four, five, six wow. days. You shoot a text. How was your day? Good. But I hate the like, oh, I got to, excuse me, I got to go check in. Yes. And the, you see a guy hate just pacing it. around. You're at the restaurant, a yes. bar, and you see a guy pacing around doing this. Oh, the worst. Yeah, you got, you're got. you at a party with a guy, and he's like, I got to go. Like, whoa, we just got here. Yeah, she's mad at me. You're like, woof, fun life you got. Yeah, you're on the road, and you have to go back to the hotel. Yes. It doesn't even make sense. Crazy, crazy. But I don't know why women do that. Well, sometimes they're not trustworthy. I I'm see. trustworthy. Right. I'm worthy of trust, so that, that helps. So I, I don't want to just give her all the credit here. I'm sure if I was out drinking and fucking, she'd be like, get back to that hotel and send me a picture of today's paper right, in the right. hotel. Yeah, there's that whole thing. But no, that's great. But I think there's two heads to that coin. There's a double-headed snake, mm. which is sometimes you're off jet-setting around, you're living the life, you never have to check in, but then you come home and you're like, honey, I'm here. And she goes, I don't care. Right. So there is that other side, too, where you're kind of like, hey, you got to give me a little more there, Dickless. Yeah, well, she's happy to see me and all that stuff. But it's nice, too. I was like, because my friend was like, you ever fight about this? I'm like, no. You ever fight about that? No. Wow. You ever have that fight? I'm like, no. You you, don't have to check in? No. A common myth is... uh, Oh, you got to fight or else you got no sex. See, there's no pa- If you're not fighting, that means there's no passion. You're like, no, no, you're banging. Yeah, we fuck. We fuck all the time. It's great. Well, there you go. I love it. I'm, I'm worried about the baby because then you got to not fuck for two weeks or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that right? Uh, at minimum. Some people say six. I was talking to Rosebud, mm-hmm. and she's going C-sec. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is that? She's like, Oh, I already told you this. The Great yeah. Vagina. Yes. Okay, never yeah. mind. That was a couple Cut episodes that. ago. but uh, All right. But yeah, I mean... I don't know. Yeah. I, but you know, you're with the person long enough, you want a, a new vagina is exciting. Oh, good that point. That thing gets obliterated. You're like, hey, I'm fucking a crazy broken pussy. That's right. fun. It's a new puss. It's it, broken, but it's new. <laughs> exactly. Broken is good. Yes. If it ain't broke, fuck it. <laughs> um, wow, that's it. That's a good point. Yeah, because uh, I think my gal could use a little loosening. You know, they say, well, once that baby comes out, that thing's all loosened up like a fire hose. And I'm like, good. She's tighter than a, an Asian's butthole. I think it's a Myth, though. I think it I think sucks so too. back in. It goes back to somewhat normal, you know. Yeah, we've all fucked moms. You fucked mine. I fucked yours. Absolutely, it was it was fine. Yeah, it made the wedding memorable. Yeah, but, um, she was sore when she was dancing. Um, I stirred her up. Aha. Hello, folks. Stir it up. But yeah, so it, it was. It, it does make you grateful when you're like, nah, she doesn't care about that. She doesn't ask about that. Doesn't know right. that. That is huge. She's never like, what are you doing? Why didn't you call me? Where, where, where are you gonna be? What time will you be home? Yeah, it's nice to not have to live that nightmare. I think that's the British in her. I think so. It's very yeah. stoic. 
Yeah, very, very, very much so. And we're very self-sustaining. I love that. Stay out all night. I don't give a shit. That's and vice versa, by the way. I've never been like, where are you? Right. Who are you with? Who's that I hear? Yeah. (laughs) But I think that sobriety is a big plays a big role in that. Mm. Drinking changes things a bit. Oh yeah. Your your wife or girlfriend calls is like, hey. I'm out with some buddies I went to high school with. Oh. And you're like, what? You're like, the whole football team's here. Right. You can hear the vagina juices jiggling. I remember one time my, uh, a girlfriend I had said she was like back home, visiting a bunch of people from school. And we were younger. And she Uh-oh. was drunk. And she called to say goodnight. Oh, God. You heard I'm the going, bed squeaking? I'm going to bed. Good night. And you're like, okay, great. Good night. And then hangs up. And then like... A half an hour later, the pocket dial. Oh, boy. And I'm like, hello. And uh, you just hear, you don't hear fucking, but you just hear like a party. Yeah, yeah. And I can hear like her voice like, yeah, that's crazy. And then people talking. Right. And so then I just am like, hello, hello. Oh, you're the dad now. And I just leave it on speaker for like 45 minutes to be like, what is going on here? Oh, yeah. And you can just hear it all. It's just conversation, but you're like. Why did you call? You wanted me to believe that you were in bed. Ooh. Why say goodnight if you're not going to bed? Ooh, that yeah. That becomes untrustworthy. Of course. And you hear the guys talking, what's up with that guy's forehead? I know, I know, it's big. You know, it's a five head. And you're like, what the hell? Then you hear a head banging on the headboard. I'm like, oh boy. Well, it's also added to that was, and this is the problem with this, is when I started dating this person, they had a boyfriend. Oh. Like, they were like, I got a boyfriend. I was like, well, what are you going to do? That's crazy. And then we're fucking. So you're like, so I know this is your MO. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And you made a decision to tell me you were going to bed and you didn't go to bed. What's this lady doing now? Ah, somebody. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I think she, yeah, I think, yeah, I think she's, you know. That's a bummer. Whatever. But I mean, it was, it was one of those things where I was like, it was a real, like, what the hell was that? Yeah, a real eye opener. And, uh, cause you're like, it's not like you're like, you're, I wasn't like, you're fucking everybody. I know you're cheating on me. But it was like, but why? But why did you say bedtime? Why did you say you were going to bed if you weren't going to bed? Yeah, well, I think she's doing a little uh, lying is the word. Yeah, it's interesting. Not good, but uh, glad you got rid of her. You got a great lady now, and it's going to be the mother of your Down syndrome child. Yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. Terrifying. So let me just get... Oh, I'll just do L.A. real quick. Flew in L.A., you land, now it's an 8 o'clock show, but they go, you got to be here at 6, it's a shoot. I thought you were done with L.A., that's why I thought we were fucking around, oh, oh, I'm so no, sorry, no, I feel no. terrible. No, that was a good s- splice. Oh, alright, I was trying to make stuff up. That was great. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this happened 48 years ago, I didn't know we had L.A. stuff. <laughs> he never had a girlfriend. No. So, uh, wife. flew in L.A., you know, you, you jump in the shower, and they, they want 10 minutes of material, so they said, can I do old stuff? They said, sure, do whatever you want. So now I have to memorize old jokes that I haven't told years. So I'm looking at Conan's from 2014, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I never prepared. I didn't prepare. Uh-huh. And I feel horrible about it. I should have prepared. So I said, oh, I got an hour in the hotel. So I just said it over and over, and I wrote it down, said it over and over. Wow. I was like, that should be good. Then you get there, and you realize, oh, this is real. I'm in a makeup chair. They're cutting my pubic hair. I got, I'm, I got fucking Burt Kreischer here. I got Whitney here. I got Jeff Dunham working on puppets. And I'm like... It's going on Netflix. What am I doing? Working on puppets. And I got to tell you, I got out there, and it was a hot crowd at the improv, and, you know, big video village and all this shit. Where's Mark? We got to do the pre-interview. I'm like, oh, God, I'm right here. 
I went up and I forgot three jokes. Oh. I feel horrible. I, I, I couldn't shake it. I was just like, ah. So then I just like drank too much after because I felt so bad. I'm like, this is for death. What? I didn't prepare. I didn't do anything. I was like, I got it. I blew it. Nah, I'm sure it'll be great. Well, I'm, I feel it's just a personal thing. I feel ashamed. And then I, I stayed out all night and then flew back home and uh, went and did shows. But yeah, just had to get that out. I, I just prepare a little, you know. The ego, the ego got me. I was like, right. I got this. Yeah, of course. It's like you don't want to prepare. It's like, no. oh, I'm a comedian. I do this every night. That's the thing is, you adjust to whatever you're doing regularly. Yeah. It's like when I'm at the cellar or the stand, it's not like I'm like, let me really focus. Yeah. You're just kind of like, oh, I know my bits. I'll bring my phone up. Hey, this is good. Totally. So when it comes time to do a big thing like that, you're like, this isn't. That's not how I do comedy. I know, I know. But you got to s- step back and go, hey, this is serious. They're paying a lot of money. This is going on a big platform, and I, I didn't take it serious. And boy, life lesson, lesson learned. I'll never do that again because just the shame. Yeah. You know, they hand you that check, and you go, I don't, I didn't earn this. Right. I blew it. Yeah. Yeah. No, shame is all I feel all the time. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even do anything. Walk I'm just living shame. with it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. But yeah, sorry. I, I left on a downer there. Downsy. But uh, I'm sure it'll be great. No one will notice. Everyone will be like, this is brilliant. You're the best. So yeah, they don't do that now when I work hard anyway. So yeah, we'll fun. see what happens. Uh, well. Where are you going to be? You're going to prepare. I don't know where the hell I'm going to be. I don't even know what month it is anymore. Well, we got a Skank Fest is coming up. Oh, Skank Fest is this weekend. That's going to be insane. It's sold out. We'll see you all over the place. Just yell, George is saying, cut it, pipes, I'm gay. Father's gay. Gramercy is October 3rd. October 3rd, next week. We keep forgetting to plug these. Next week, Tuesday, get those tickets. Huge guests. We got fucking Captain Hook. We got um, (laughs) got Ronald Reagan. Yeah. (laughs) We got Papa Smurf. I mean, it's crazy. (laughs) Wait till you see. Captain America. Wait till you see. It's all the captains will be there. Morgan, uh, Uh, Murphy. Captain Murphy. It's going to be nuts. Captain Crunch is this coming. Is gonna, this is going to be Captain. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, clip that. Put that in with the kick. That's coming out in October 2025. Um, oh, yes. Boy, so that one got me. Come on out, Captain. Uh, we're putting a cap in your ass. And uh, where are you going to be on the road there, Dick? Uh, yeah, Gramercy next Tuesday. This weekend, Skank Fest. That's going to be nuts. October nuts. 5th through the 7th, Helium Comedy Woo-wee. Club. Get those tickets early. I don't want to get these emails. Oh, it's sold out. Can I get a couple? Yeah. Right, which is, that's a big thing. I appreciate it. First of all, it's touching. But a lot of these people are like, Show sold out anyway, uh, huh? and I'm like, but I don't even know you. I know it's I know. sold out. What am I supposed to do? But anyways, get those tickets, please, for the love of Christ, get them. Uh, that'll be fun. And then October twenty first to the twenty third, I think it is, is Royal Oak, uh, Michigan. Uh, I always name it Comedy Castle. Yep. And then um, November, I have some date. Some oh DC Improv uh, in November. I don't know the date. November thirteenth to the fourteenth. But I'm coming back to DC. I haven't been to DC in a really long time. And uh, last time I did the Improv was opening for Nick DiPaolo in fucking 1985. So woo, big rooms: Royal Oak, Michigan, Philadelphia, and DC Chocolate City. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. make sure you check out the special. 
enough for everybody. And yes. um, the podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket, which I never plug anywhere because I hate myself and uh, I just yeah live with the shame that I'm a piece of shit also. So here, here, check that out. Uh, There's some big guests on there. We got CQ coming up. We got Ari Shafir is on wow. there. We got and, and I always say this: watch the guests that you don't know. That's, yes, that's how you discover people. Learn it something frustrates me. You queefs. So uh, yeah, go check that out. Subscribe. Watch it. I don't know. Great point, Fatty. All right. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, Oklahoma Skankfest as well. It's coming to the Gramercy. Oklahoma City needs some help. OKC. Okay, I'm, I'm doing good numbers everywhere. OKC is like 10%. Please come out to Oklahoma City. I go play the club all the time, and I had a great time. I don't know why these tickets aren't moving. And then uh, what else is cooking? Oklahoma City. Oh, and the... Uh, Oh, shit, Virginia. Hershey Theater in PA. Hershey, PA. That one's also struggling. So come on out, Pennsylvania. We'd love to have I think I'm doing Soul Joel's again. He's got a hot room. And, uh, yeah, MarkNormanComedy.com for tickets. What do you got, Seabone? Uh, check out my podcast, Fun Bearable. Uh, it's, we're way ahead of time. So up in October, we're going to do a ton of Halloween episodes. There's some of our... Most enjoyed episodes. We go down to Best Video in Connecticut and shoot in this old VHS store. Oh, fun. And do a bunch of old horror movie stuff. It's very fun. Funbearablepod.com. Check it out. Here, here. All right. And uh, yeah, subscribe, whatever. Tell a friend. Yeah, it's all pipes. Thank you, folks.